he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons. We're just happy you're here. So join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. Wow, we've done that for a year. Literally a whole year. It's kind of crazy. But guys, in case you don't know, this is our anniversary episode. So we have a lot of exciting things in store for you. Yeah, we launched the podcast on October 28th of last year. So... This is officially the one year to actually, it's technically tomorrow, but you know, we release on Thursdays. We have actually a lot of fun things coming in this episode, including four giveaways that are going to be sprinkled throughout. So you're definitely going to want to listen to the entire episode. I mean, I hope you would do that anyway. Yeah, but you know, this time especially guys, listen all the way through because we're going to have information of how you enter the giveaways in the episode. But before we jump in, we just want to share a very exciting announcement because lots of you guys have been asking for additional content. You say once a week is not enough. And I get it because this is a great podcast. (laughs) We get it. Totally. And we hear you. So we have a big announcement. (laughs) Starting on November 1st, we are kicking off the She's All Batch Patreon. Woo! Woo! Stephanie, tell them what they've won. So, if you subscribe to the She's All Batch Patreon, you win what's behind door number one. I can't get the answer to that. Siri, shut up. Siri was trying to... Siri, I'm answering the question. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Siri, you're not part of this podcast. She's not a host. So, if you subscribe to the Patreon channel, you are going to be getting additional content from Jackie and myself every single month. Just a little teaser for this first month for... November, you will get a specialty episode about contestants who have been snubbed from the Bachelor role. We're going through all of the male leads that were promised the role and then they didn't get it. There's also a Q&A episode where Jackie and I dive into all the behind the scenes of the podcast. I talk about why I am kind of pissed at Chris Souls. Jackie gives hints about the guy we the interviewed. interviewee. Yeah. The interviewee that, that asked her on a date. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of juicy tidbits in there. Lots of juicy tidbits. I shed light on like a really difficult time that I had while recording the podcast and the truth about FOTSPA. Like, there's so much yeah. stuff in this episode. I really, I think if you want to get to know us better, this Q&A episode, you're really going to like. And for November, you're also going to be getting the video interviews for both Mike Staggs and today's episode, which is but I'm sure you already Woo! know that by now because his name is in the title. But yeah, so that's not going to be featured anywhere else. So definitely go check out Patreon. It's going to be kicking off November 1st and we're going to be sharing part of the first episode for free in your subscriber feed for like, how do you explain that? Yeah, it's like, I mean, to get technical, it's the RSS feed. So when you guys subscribe to the podcast, you're essentially subscribing to a feed So basically it'll show up as like a new podcast episode for you wherever you listen to your podcast in Spotify or as if we need to convince you more why you should subscribe. At least you can have a little taste, a little sample of the amazing content that's to come. We've given you a year of content. If you don't know by now that you want to subscribe because we're going to deliver, then I don't know what to do with you. But I think that you should just give us the the chance and subscribe because we are delivering. We just recorded something all about digging up old dating profiles of Bachelor contestants past. Jackie and I go through and talk about if we would swipe left or right. And it's a video episode and you guys literally get to follow along and see all of these old dating profiles. It's so much fun. We're putting out content like this every single month. And if you guys have any ideas or suggestions of things that you would like to see or some feedback of things that you like and don't like, let us know because this is for you guys. This is how we're trying to 
give more content to the thoughts because a lot of you guys have asked for it. So set your alarm for November 1st. Again, mm -hmm. there will be a teaser episode that does come to your feed automatically for free. So hopefully that will also serve as a reminder, but November 1st, you get access to all this new content and more coming on a monthly basis. So yes. yay, you're welcome. Woo. I'm so excited. There's so many things good that are happening right now in my life, in the podcast, and in other things. Wow, geez, no. humble brag. Maybe that'll be in the second Q&A, who knows? So without further mm -hmm. ado, we bring you our anniversary episode. Okay guys, before we get into the rest of the episode, I just wanted to announce our first giveaway, which is a voucher for four bottles of Spade and Sparrow's wine. Yes, that is the Caitlin Bristow's wine. And we are going to be choosing one of the subscribers for our Patreon to receive this giveaway. So check that out if you're interested. The wine is really good, guys. So highly recommend. All right, guys, let's creep. But before we do, I do wanna put a disclaimer the thing we're about to talk about includes a spoiler for Paradise. So we just always want to warn you guys ahead of time. If you don't want to hear that spoiler, I'm going to enter a timestamp right now that you can go to to skip over it. Because obviously as we're recording this, I don't know how long we're going to talk about it for. But Jackie from the Future will let you know. Jackie from the Future here. Scroll to 13 minutes and 5 seconds to miss the spoiler. You're welcome. Okay, you've been warned. You have been warned. So enter at your own risk. So there is a TikTok that has left Bachelor Nation absolutely shooketh. So this girl, Anna Christine on TikTok, shared that she saw Greg Sad Boy Grippo and Victoria Fuller walking around Italy, just enjoying the Italian sights, hand in hand, a couple. Very, very crazy. People are like, well, wait, you know, what's going on with Victoria and Johnny? Didn't they leave the show engaged? Spoiler alert, according to Reality Steve, they did. But why is she walking around with Greg? None of this makes sense. So I reached out to this TikToker and got some more information. This is what she says. I'm so bummed we couldn't get any photos because we saw them and they immediately looked at us and walked away. We were assuming because we were a group of four college girls all staring at them. But what happened was we saw Victoria and my friend and I could immediately tell it was her. We're huge Bachelor fans. She was in a black outfit with black product glasses and we saw a tall guy with brown hair and her wearing glasses and a black hat. We immediately thought it was Greg because my friend follows him on Insta and we both recognized him. I made sure to post when we saw them because I wanted to see if there were any other sightings of them. We all strongly agreed that it was Greg and did some research and found the hat that we believed we saw him wearing in an old Instagram post. However, him and Johnny do have similar features, so with the hat and glasses, it could have been Johnny. My consensus is it was Greg because it looked the most like him and my friend and I both immediately thought it was him. Hope this helps. That does help. Yeah, so then after this TikTok broke TikTok, Reality Steve starts talking. Yeah, so I listened to Reality Steve initially talk about this on his roundup on Monday night. And basically what he said was that he, well, because Reality Steve is in the business of these days only releasing things that he has um, verifiable proof of because we know he's gotten into some sticky situations in the past by not verifying his facts beforehand. So he was just kind of like, I don't know this for a fact. It could be Dave Neal has reason to believe that it is Greg Grippo and Dave Neal has reason to believe that Victoria and Johnny broke up because Victoria cheated on Johnny with Greg. That's not coming from Reality Steve. Reality Steve did not say that that was true or not true. He said, Dave Neal has said that's true. Dave Neal has not confirmed his sources, but at the same time, Reality Steve really trusts Dave Neal. We really trust Dave Neal. I don't. I think Dave Neal is aware of like the weight of the things that he says, and I don't think that he would put something out there if he didn't actually have 
some pretty cold hard evidence that that was true. And lo and behold, it just might be because as of Tuesday night at like 10.30 p.m. the most recent is Reality Steve released a little video of Victoria and Greg. And to be fair, it is like a two second clip, but you can see more of both of their faces. And I think you can kind of confirm that it's them. I don't know. Can you confirm that this is Greg? I can only confirm that it's not Johnny, honestly. But then I'm like, well, if it's not Greg, who is it? Because it kind of looks like Greg. She didn't find a Greg lookalike on the streets of Italy. Right, yeah, I mean, gosh. I don't know, this whole thing is so crazy because I don't really get why Victoria is walking around hand in hand with any guy when she still is a relationship, in a relationship on Paradise. The show's still airing. You're not supposed to be in public with anyone to indicate your relationship status. So is she going to get in trouble with ABC for this? That's kind of the first thing I'm thinking of. Then it's like, you're going to leave Johnny and then you're going to go for Greg. Like I, I mean, it's messy because if her and Johnny did break up, they probably would have had to in the past month or so. And then she's already taking an Italian vacation with Greg. I don't know. The whole thing is really icky. It's making me not so much of a grippo girl. Honestly, not that Greg is necessarily to blame, but it just seems like a messy situation all around. Also, why did they think that they would not be recognized in Italy? Like, it's not Jupiter, the planet, not the place yeah, in Florida. Jupiter, Florida. No, but I'm saying on the planet, they wouldn't be recognized. Jupiter, Florida, yeah, they would. But it's like Italy is not some crazy place where there aren't Bachelor fans. There are Bachelor fans all over the world, let alone the Trevi Fountain and the Coliseum, the most touristy places in Italy. Yeah, none of this makes sense. I, I'm i really confused by it all. And again, like, do you think you have some kind of invisibility cloak because you're in a different country? Like, do you think people don't know who you are? I kind of trust the um, Anna, the TikToker, who mm-hmm. said, you know, she was with four Bachelor fans and she was able to say that it was Greg. So I believe her. But why? I want to know. I want to know more. I, nothing is really adding up. No, they're filming the Paradise Reunion November 4th. So I feel like we would maybe have more information after that to see if it's addressed at all or if like Greg is spotted in L.A. at any point or I don't know. I'm curious how they're going to like dance around this. I'm curious, too. And I think it's weird that like we obviously know the last time Greg was overseas, he was having a European vacation with his French model girlfriend. And now he's having a European vacation with Victoria Fuller, who was previously engaged to Johnny just a few weeks ago. What is it with Greg needing to be international to be in love? I don't know. One in Rome, you know? Exactly. Literally one in Rome. Well, so that's kind of the latest on this as more information comes out we will try to keep our eyes on it but that's basically the roundup of everything that's been going on i'm so confused about it though yeah um i think we need a thorough investigation as mike fleiss would say so i want to take out like my bunsen burners and like bunsen is that what it's called i don't even what did know you what initially called? call it bison and we're like, burners? no it's actually that i think it, no I, I think it actually is bunsen burner yeah, okay, yeah. so I'm saying it okay. right, because yeah, I'm no, an I actual just, sleuth. You're like, I'm a literal scientist. How dare you question me? Exactly. Yeah, I want you to take out my trench coat and my trench hat and my little duster brush and look for fingerprints to see if Victoria is dating Greg Sabwai Grippo, and if she is, why? And if they are dating, like, where did they get off thinking that they wouldn't be recognized? And, like, what's going on with Johnny? 
who's yeah. posting from Miami. Yeah. Meanwhile, this is all happening in real time while Victoria is, her scenes with Johnny are airing on TV and she's saying, I want something serious. I want to start a family. I want kids. But you're going on an Italian vacation with Greg just shortly after getting engaged to Johnny. Like, none of this makes sense. Yeah, I'm curious to see how things unfold on the show too because I was I mean we'll get to it in the recap room or hot tub or wherever we're doing our recaps these days but (laughs) as of right now I'm like okay well if if that's if you're serious Victoria and that's what you're looking for Alex seems like the right choice so I'm like knowing that she ends up getting engaged to Johnny I'm like how do things transpire in the next few episodes to change the situation I mean clearly they didn't change that much because they broke up so I don't know. Yeah, it definitely seems, and we'll get to it in the recap, but to me it seems like they get engaged because the ring is free. Like at this point, it looks like mm-hmm. they absolutely should not be getting engaged. They are not on the same page. So right. I really doubt that there's this like massive epiphany that changes everything and totally gets them on the same page. But then why wouldn't she just pick Alex? I don't know, girl. I don't know. Right. We gotta get to the recap. We're in the wrong yeah, room. We're not, I can't we're not get the, there yet. We're not there yet, so I yeah. can't really like you know, fully mentally there. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the update. Um, Moving on. So we know that (laughs) Kelly and Peter are back together. We've been beating a dead horse with this story. However, there's one update here that I thought was really interesting. Actually, a Fats shout out, sent this to me. There is a post on Instagram. It wasn't a post by any celebrity page or anything. It was just an engagement ring jewelry page that was Mm -hmm. showing massive, massive engagement rings. And Kelly Flanagan commented on the page. It was one of Mm -hmm. like, at the time, 20 comments. I don't know how this Fots found this, but they sent it to me and they're like, isn't it kind of funny that Kelly's like eyeing these massive engagement rings? So I thought that was really interesting that like, could an engagement be on in the future plans? Like, is there something coming? Yes. I mean, I said, was it last week when we when it was finally official, official, official that they're together? I said they are not going to be together and face all of the scrutiny unless they are serious about the long haul. And I think this further proves it. That they're like, cons- like I, I don't think they'd get back together unless they thought this could be someone I marry, potentially. What was like Ari and Lauren, when they got back together, they didn't have to date in the real world for the whole, like they just got engaged like two minutes later. Yeah. So maybe an engagement's around the corner, but Peter's going to have to shell out some serious cash or they're going to have to like show up to the Bachelor in Paradise reunion special and get a free ring. (laughs) I think that would be so funny, especially knowing like how Peter and his family like feel about the show, but they still like needed to get the engagement ring. So they show up to something, whether it's the Paradise reunion or they go back to a former season or something just to get that free ring. Kelly strikes me as someone who has expensive taste mm-hmm. and she needs a big rock. I mean clearly she's eyeing the, it's like <laughs> literally like the titanic iceberg on this person's finger oh, and she's like oh it's so beautiful yeah I mean I'm here for it hopefully Peter is saving up right now all those yeah. pilot miles <laughs> yeah he'll buy the ring with he'll be like do you accept united points sir for this massive ring all right Moving on. This anniversary is all about giving back to the FOTS, and since we've told you guys how much we love Dame products, especially Dip, their introductory vibrator for beginners, it seemed only fair to give away a few vibrators. And by a few, I mean 10. So this week, we're gonna be giving away 10 sex toys from Dame products, which are made for women by women. Whoa, I would enter this giveaway if I were you. Guys, sex toys don't have to be intimidating, and Dame really knows what's up. That's why they launched Dip, which is a new entry-level vibrator for all of you newbies out there that are ready to start your sex toy journey. So whether Dip is your first vibrator 
or the toy that helps you rediscover what feels good for you. It's designed to be unintimidating and to encourage pleasure exploration without shame. Dip is waterproof, has medical grade silicone, and it's whisper quiet. And also it ships in discreet packaging so you don't have to worry about your nosy neighbors looking at your vibrator sitting on <laughs> your porch. I cannot emphasize this enough. This is a very important feature. Seriously. And you could check out Dip and all of Dame's amazing sex toys at dameproducts.com. You can use code She's All Batch. That will get you 15% off site-wide. But you can also enter to win a free sex toy by joining the She's All Batch Facebook group and engaging with the giveaway post that will be pinned at the top of the group. So definitely go join the Facebook group if you haven't been already. And can't wait to see which 10 of you are the lucky recipients of a Dame product vibrator. Woo! But be sure to head over to dameproducts.com and check out everything else they have going on and use code CHEESEALLBATCH for 15% off site-wide. Is that the Olympic song? What's the Olympic song? Wait, why? Does, what does the Olympic Because I'm getting ready to dive. I'm an Olympic diver. Oh, shit. What's the Olympic song? I have I no know clue. This. No, that's not it. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Great. Good job. Um, and five, six, seven, eight. 8.1. Whoa. That's my best score yet. You got a 10 last time. No, I don't think I did. I don't you dipped so. your toe in the hot tub and I gave you a 10. Yeah, but that was just a dip of a toe. That wasn't a full dive from the high diving board. Okay, okay. All right, so... What would you rate these past two episodes? Yeah, we gotta dive on into this recap. I will rate them. I don't fucking know. It's really hard to rate them. Like, sevens each. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm I think willing I'm to like, give these 8.5. Wow. I think these are the two best dives. episodes. Yeah, it was better than my dive, I guess. I think these are the two best episodes we've seen thus far, this whole season. Okay, I'm partial to, like, Lace's birthday, but okay. You love Lace so much. Is that why you're over it, because she's gone now? Yeah, I was really bummed to see her go. So, like, uh, that's where this this episode, mm-hmm. night one, picks up. Lace gets broken up with. And I felt for her so much. Like, those were genuine tears. Like, she was truly, truly heartbroken by yeah. Rodney. I think, obviously, Rodney did the right thing mm-hmm. by by letting her go and not leading her on. But I don't know. All I thought the whole time when I was watching her sob is, like, make this woman the bachelorette. And it's so <gasps> I DM'd her. would be such a good season. Like, if they don't do that, which, like, they probably won't because they're stupid and they don't, like, ever take my advice. But yeah. that would revive I think that's what the franchise needs. Like, you know how I was thinking about, like, they tried to get that revival with Claire. Like, remember when yeah, they said, yeah, when yeah. they had her come back? That's exactly like, we what wanna, I was thinking. They want to touch base with, like, their OG fans. Mm-hmm. Like, the people that used to really love the show. So they tried doing it with Claire. They didn't realize Claire was going to leave after, like, 45 minutes. Yeah. So it, they didn't really get that effect that they were looking for. I feel and it was like COVID, Lace, too. Yeah, well, there, there's like a, a lot of things. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of things working against Claire. But, like, with Lace, I feel like you're bringing someone back from Ben Higgins' season. She also was engaged on Paradise in the past. Mm -hmm. And then she had this heartbreak with Rodney. Like, she's so relevant but also has ties to, like, OG fans that maybe are, like, starting to give up on the franchise. So I DM'd her. Mm -hmm. And I was like, girl, what the hell? You need to be, like, you need to be the Bachelorette. And I'll actually read what she said. Yes, please do. This is exclusive content. Um... 
But I totally agree. I think she would be so good. And we're also invested in her story. I think that's the problem with these new people. Like we, like Zach, I'm sure he's great, but like I know literally nothing about that man. So how do you expect me to get excited? Yeah, and I don't care. So yeah. I said, can we please get you to be the next batch? She said, I don't know if I could go through that, that exhaustion again. I said, oh, you would be so good. She said, thank you. It would be entertaining. I def put the thought out there for them, but we'll <gasps> see. I said, yes, the only thing working against you is timing since Zach's season's going to air next. But if Bachelorette mm-hmm. was up next, you would be a shoe in So this is what frustrates me. Like, she has the perfect storyline. Like, if Bachelorette was starting right after this, like, she's the yeah. obvious choice. Obviously, there's maybe other people that may get their heart broken later on in the season that yeah. would also be contenders. But she has the perfect exit that, like, if the timing was right, it would be a very obvious choice. But, like... Is this strong enough to last through the entire Zach season? Beat out every Zach girl that gets her heart broken. It depends on how Zach's season goes and how the girls are in Zach's season. But if there's no strong contender there, then I think, yeah. I mean, they have pulled randos before, like we've seen. Not randos, but you know what I mean. Claire was really unexpected. Ari was really unexpected. So it's not impossible. I think we just won't know until we really see how Zach's season pans out. And it's hard because I, those people definitely have an advantage because it's just fresh in people's minds. Yeah, like, that's what I think it is. Like, the second Zach breaks up with someone and, and the girl has a heartbreaking cry, mm-hmm. everyone's going to be like, oh, Julie for Bachelorette. And they, yeah. everyone jumps on the bandwagon. And I'm going to be sitting there like, no, Lace. Remember, guys? Yeah. But no one's going to listen to me. So Lace goes home. Everyone's shooketh. Jesse shows up and <laughs> Jesse shows up to the OG girls like resort and asks like who's having con- connections because he's like you know we don't want to waste anyone t- anyone's time so if you're not having a connection with someone we want to send them home and I'm like excuse me Jesse since when do you not want to waste people's time like this whole show wastes everyone's time including myself so like yeah they list the guys that they're interested in Rick and Olu get like get the boot because no one's interested in them but like did you notice that jesse's like oh you guys really like adam too right who who is spoken to adam thinking that in tuesday night's episode because he shows up on the beach right yeah no one and i'm has like a who does he him? have a connection with did i miss something okay thank yeah. you for saying that because i was like very yeah. confused why they're who, really pushing him who is he fucking up at abc to get I onto know, the seriously. show because it definitely felt like he's like and you guys love adam right and everyone's like oh my god yeah we love him like but i haven't seen him talk to anyone you haven't talked to anyone and truly out of the girls that were left there wasn't anyone that he that is left to even right. have a connection with so it seems like i don't know they're doing someone a favor over at Seriously. Bachelor in Paradise Australia and they had to put Adam in. It was like part of some kind of deal. I literally wrote down, Jesse comes in to talk to them, evil man. Because I really just feel like the whole purpose of this conversation, especially Jesse being like, if you guys haven't noticed, Lace, she isn't here because things <laughs> have changed and she went down to see Ronnie. I feel like he's just trying to get in their heads to get them all to spiral into literally the worst case scenario by using Lace as, like, an example. But also, where did they think Lace was this whole time? I know. The girls did talk about it. They're like, where has she been? She's been really upset. It's like, did you think she was crying in her room this whole time? You guys are all sitting out on the couch ready to do a girl chat, and no one was like, where's Lace? I do think Jesse then going to the 2.0 guys and saying, like, okay, so the girls want to move forward with some of you, but, like, Rick and Olu, you have to go back. Like, that is probably the worst way to get sent home on this show. Yeah, like, why couldn't so. it just be 
They all, everyone goes back to the beach. There's a rose ceremony. You don't get a rose and you go home. It, it, none of that made sense. Everyone's confused as to why Rick and Olu. Yeah. Including Rick. It's funny you bring that up because he was posting about this as the show was airing. On Monday night, he posts, so this is, I guess, after the episode that where he gets sent home. He goes, spoiler alert, I never went to the beach, even though my previous post made it look like I did. Thanks, Bachelor in Paradise, for a quote, amazing experience. And then he was being like pretty salty in the comments. Someone comments in and goes, you didn't, question mark, question mark, basically saying like you didn't end up on the beach. And he goes, LOL, no, I ended up in their new twist and then pieced out. And then someone goes, do you even watch Kyle? Kyle was the one who was saying you didn't. And he goes, hardly anyone does anymore. So he's pretty unhappy with how things went down. Well, people seem to be really confused. Like, there's all these women on the beach, like Sarah or Jacenia or right. a, a lot of other women that don't necessarily have a guy dedicated to them. That mm-hmm. why couldn't Olu and Rick go meet them? It doesn't, none of right. this makes sense. None of it. And for Jesse to have to break up with them. Instead of some kind of rose ceremony that makes it even worse. I know. It must really suck to their only options of staying was to make a connection with like five girls who already were like pretty into their previous guys. Like they really didn't get any chance at all. Yeah. Talk about sabotage. But someone that did randomly make a connection, Victoria and Alex, Mm -hmm. with the head scratch felt around the world. Yes. Wait. Wasn't that such a weird moment though? Like I literally wrote this down because like... The video that they cut to of him scratching her head, everyone's kind of, like, sitting on the couch. There's, like, three other people, just, like, like Victoria's there. Two other people, they're just, like, laying on the couch, like, having some downtime. But Alex is just, like, standing there above the couch, scratching her head, just, like, silently for such a long period of time. And I'm like, how did this come to be? You just, like, randomly go up to random people and scratch their heads? Yeah. And it's making me scratch my head. I'm confused. So this is a real head scratcher if I've ever seen one. Why are you doing that? And she's also kind of like reacting in a sexual way. Yeah. And it's like, and we're supposed to believe that's their like first real interaction. It's apparently was. Unless they're that's lying to so, us. That's so... Well, <laughs> what if they're lying? Shocker. Uh, it, that's so weird, though, because, like, if there was a guy who I, like, really had never talked to before and I'm just laying on the couch and all of a sudden he creepily stands above me and starts just rubbing my head, I would be really weirded out. Like, yeah, there was she- no talking. There was no, like, what are you doing? There was no, like... Like, he was just standing there, stiff as a board, blank stare, scratching the head i mean i really like getting back rubs and stuff so i probably mm-hmm. would really like it she seems from a stranger i mean honestly from alex sure alex yeah. could scratch my head i wouldn't i wouldn't fight him okay i don't know i still thought it was like a really odd interaction but i am here for their relationship i do actually think like he makes the most sense if victoria is really looking for the things that she says that she's looking for i think it's crazy that a head scratch could lead to her wanting to jump ship from johnny to alex so clearly johnny and victoria weren't as rock solid as we originally thought like, imagine if all you had to do was, like, scratch someone's head. I mean, I think, obviously, like, it was more that the, than the head scratch that just, like, did her in. I think this is really going back to some deep-seated concerns with Johnny that I think, and we can talk about it more when we talk about the second episode, but I think are very, like, valid, real issues. And Johnny was kind of making her feel bad for, like, bringing them up. Like, oh, he actually checks all of these boxes of things that I'm looking for and he wants this and he wants this. Like he wants the same things as me. And Johnny was just kind of like making her feel bad for this like checklist as opposed to like actually 
having the conversation, which I think is a very valid conversation. Like, do you want to have kids? Like, what's your career path like? Like, what are like, I think those are normal things you should talk about before you get married. So I think like her relationship with Johnny, I don't think is actually as solid as we're like led to believe it is at this point. And does Alex check the boxes or does he just scratch the boxes? Because there's a difference there. There is a difference there. Maybe he is just scratching, in which case... That's why she's so conflicted between him and Johnny. Because to me, it's like a no-brainer. Alex is the right choice. This is a no-brainer. But what's weird is that until Alex showed up, there was no concerns with Johnny. I actually forgot about the fact that Johnny was 25. It Mm -hmm. wasn't pointed out that Johnny said originally he didn't want to get engaged. It wasn't pointed out that Johnny was maybe even iffy on, like, having kids in the near future. So, like, all these things have the light shed on it now but like literally last week we had no clue about any of that right now it's looking like johnny is a younger guy that's probably going to want to fuck around a little bit after his time on abc and alex is an older man who michael a lets us in that he's wealthy I know, I was like, okay, I was like, Ooh, Alex, what does he do? Alex is looking better and better and like, better. Like, literally, there's nothing wrong with, like, Alex is, like, such a prize at this point. Like, he's drop-dead gorgeous, he scratches your head, he wants kids, and he's rich. Sign yeah. me up. Seriously. Mostly for the head scratches. I'm just like, I can't get over that. Someone that'll just, like, lay, like, next to you in bed and, like, rub your head. Ugh. Victoria and Johnny's conversation, like, I hear you because you seem to be siding a little bit more with Victoria. But I kind of saw Johnny's side, too, because he's, like, it's almost like she's forgetting about this, like, connection that they developed. Because now all these little, like, quote-unquote boxes being checked off. And he's like, well, what is this list? Like, why was this list even up for grabs? I thought we had a strong enough connection. You told me don't date any other girls. And then, I so I got where he was coming from. I get that he's frustrated. Yeah, I get why he would be hurt too. But I think like as the process goes on, you do have to be more realistic about these things. Like that might not be something that comes up initially if you're just like connecting with someone and you're like, oh, we get along really well. We have a great time together. But as they're getting closer to the end there where there's like, pressures for engagements it's like you kind of do have to have these conversations and yeah this kind of forced those issues to light maybe they would have never talked about them had they had Alex not come ever in which case though that was that would be a mistake like that's still something I think they should talk about well I think that's what happens with pretty much every other couple that gets engaged yeah you realize after the fact like oh it turns out they're on totally different pages on this issue and this issue and Mm mm-hmm I am kind of obsessed with Aaron and Gen- Genevieve. Me too. I really I thought they were them. so cute. I don't know and why like, all of a sudden I'm like obsessed with Aaron. I've never seen him in this light before, but seeing him being so sweet with yeah. Genevieve, I'm like, oh, okay. It's so big facts, weird. big facts. Mad chemistry, big facts. And he's doing so well on his own without James. I'm really proud of him. But he seems like a real stand-up guy. Like he wanted to ease Genevieve's fears. And he's like, I'm so sorry you've been going through so much stress. And we yeah. really got, I mean... We knew that Genevieve was going through it, but her talking about it, she's like, there wasn't a day I didn't cry. I laid in bed and cried for hours. I'm like, dude, like, this is not paradise. This is Bachelor in Hell. What did you think, though, of the whole, like, Shanae, Logan, Tyler, Kate thing? Because I feel like Shanae didn't care about Logan until she realized that Tyler was more into Britney than her. And then all of a sudden she was like, up, Logan again. But up until that point, I think she was pretty interested in jumping ship to be with Tyler. 100%. And I think the Clayton season Shanae was starting to creep out a little bit Mm -hmm. that I think it was a little bit more about winning and she didn't want to lose a guy because she's Shanae and she should get her way. 
And 100%, she would have went to Tyler in a second. She was into him. She kissed him. She went on a date with him. But all of a sudden, because Logan was not in, more interested in someone else, you're like... Well, and also Tyler then was more interested in Brittany. So then also yeah, she so, was like, so oh, she Logan lost again. two guys. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's yeah, really yeah. more of an ego thing. I don't think Shanae actually gives two shits about Logan. So there's some messiness with Logan, Kate, and Shanae. But it seems as though from the previews, Shanae doesn't go home. She stays mm-hmm. because we see her next week making out with Jacob. It seems like she's I feel gonna, like at this point, yeah, she's just doing she's anything just doing to anything stay on to the win. show. Yeah. Totally. I, I mean, I've been over her this entire time. I haven't really been into her storyline. I mean, I've liked that we have been able to see, like, a different side of her. Like, seeing her and Genevieve get drunk yeah, that's and stuff was nice to see. Um, but, yeah, as far as, like, her connections, I don't really think she's actually... Like, we've seen her go on a lot of dates, but I haven't seen anything really, like, be that strong. She's just kind of been jumping from relationship to relationship to see what sticks. Oh my god, and she's going on more dates next week because Hayden and the twins come. I'm like shocked they brought the twins. Actually, like, am I shocked? No, but (laughs) am I shocked? No. Um, Am I weirded out by it? Yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was a strange choice. Aren't they like 12? But wait, you can't be shocked about it because if you follow She's All Batch on YouTube, we have a video and we knew that the twins were coming. Oh, I forgot about that video. <laughs> but yeah, I guess I <laughs> That was a long time that. ago. But yeah, no, I mean, I actually, when I saw it in the previews, I'm like, oh my God, finally. So yeah. we, Hayden, so they don't, they're not even remotely giving those twins or Hayden a chance because no one no. that comes that late in the game actually has a shot at anything. You were going home. You were here just to give a storyline for the episode. Yeah. The weird thing, though, is, like, when they start bringing in, like, the randos that are, like, okay, you really don't have any chance, which is how I feel about them bringing in the twins, that's when it kind of seems like Paradise is coming to an end and then they're finally going to put a stop to it and be like, okay, you're going to be here, go to Fantasy Suites or break up, and they, like, take that shift. But we know we have so many episodes left, so I'm like, oh, my God. How much longer are they going to keep bringing out these random people that don't really have a chance at a relationship. Also, have we only watched one rose ceremony? That's insane. So we find out next week because Victoria chooses yeah. between Johnny and Alex. And so that's literally only the second one we've seen. So there is going to be a rose ceremony coming. Jill, yeah. as we know, gets kind of yeah. dumped by yeah, what's his I face, feel bad Smith, Jared. And then we find out he's a Lyft driver who sold his couch for cash. And it's like, girls, stop putting these men on these pedestals. You've been crying in bed over a man that sold his furniture for money. You know, I was like, but that is what you sell things for. Money. That's like, true. <laughs> she she said. It I mean, in a I, way, I like, get what you're saying, but that cash. example in itself, I'm like, she, well, the way if I were she, to sell a couch, it would be in exchange for money. Yeah, for I'm not else. gonna sell it for like apples. Cool. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> head scratches but like I think she was saying it in a way of like he sold his couch for cash because he needed money so now he's just sitting on a blanket on his floor yeah yeah, yeah. like he That's doesn't have furniture or he has like blow-up furniture or he has mm-hmm. lawn furniture in his apartment that's what I'm taking it as. In which case, yeah. you shouldn't be crying over a boy that has lawn furniture in his apartment. You just shouldn't be. Yeah. He's so we'll not see. worth your tears, Jill. No, 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 no. So we'll see. I don't know. I was finally, like, really invested in some of the storylines. I really think these were two solid, good episodes. I'm like, this is what Paradise is all about, people. It's getting messy. We're going to see more next week. We're going to know what happens between Victoria, Alex, and Johnny, which I Mm -hmm. find the most compelling. Like, that's actually some drama that I'm here for. And then I have no fucking clue how they're going to elongate this for 57 more episodes. Literally an entire more month. All right, well, 
I gotta get out of this pool. Oh, did I even come in the pool? I think I just no, watched you. I, I was just you tanning. you sat in the lifeguard chair and got tan, yeah. I'm so bronze. You are so bronze. All right. All right, well, goodbye. Bye. Okay, so watching Bachelor in Paradise is actually a part-time job. It's four hours a week, and I am probably not the only one who is exhausted. Luckily, I'm getting the best night's sleep with my new Etitude sheets. Etitude has this clean bamboo fabric that has like such a feathery, soft texture, and it's similar to silk, but it breathes better than cotton or silk, which is amazing. I've used silk sheets before, and they're like very slippery, and these ones are not slippery. So note that <laughs> these sheets pro tip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. These sheets wick away moisture and they regulate your temperature to keep you cool and comfortable throughout the night. And not to mention the sheets are also hypoallergenic, free from chemicals, and they're also great for your skin and hair. So truly a win, 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 win. Truly a win, 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 win. They are the silkiest sheets I've ever laid on. I find myself looking forward to getting into bed after a long day, even more so than normal because I love my naps, but getting into bed with Etitude sheets just makes it that much better. I'm not the best sleeper though, because I do tend to overheat in the middle of the night, but I've been sleeping like a baby because I feel so cool in these Etitude sheets. Yes, and unlike cotton, which consumes massive amounts of water, energy, and chemicals during production, Etitude uses naturally organic bamboo. Bamboo is actually the most resource efficient plant on the planet, fun fact. So you're saving the environment by getting these sheets. And what is so awesome about Etitude is they actually allow you to try their sheets for 30 nights. And if you are not absolutely obsessed and satisfied, you can get your money back. So there's really no reason not to try it, guys. So code She's All Batch gets you 20% off plus free shipping. So that's 20% off your order plus free shipping when you visit Etitude.com slash She's All Batch. Enter promo code She's All Batch. That's Etitude as in eco attitude. Order today for free shipping and 20% off your order at attitude.com slash she's all batch. Okay, so in honor of our anniversary episode, we are switching out the segment Bachelor Encounters for something that we thought would be a fun little activity. <laughs> and we're just going to go through the top moments from the podcast for the past year. We actually made this a poll in our Facebook group of what were your guys's like favorite moments from the podcast. And so we have a handful of them that we're going to reminisce on, relive. I will say when I was getting like these sound bites, I was like giggling to myself. I'm like, oh, we had a fun time this year, guys. Yeah, it this really has been was a year. This fun. is fucking wild. But yeah, so these are the voted on top five moments from She's All Batch mm -hmm. first year. First one, the stolen rug at Audrey's. Okay. They have Audrey Hepburn on the wall, Rhode Island history and newspapers. It's a bachelor theme, but then also paintings of dogs drinking coffee on the wall. Plus, there's a rug in the middle of the shop that's duct taped to the floor. That's where it ends. <laughs> Wait, I've never seen that before. Why would someone do that? Duct tape. I don't know, but she um, she did include photos, which pr proves oh, her great. her story. No, I there, believe there her. is a rug. I would have questioned it a little bit. But okay. there is a rug in the middle of the room that's duct taped to the floor. You know how, like, you roll duct tape to be, like, rolled? Like how it comes in a circle? Like, no. in a roll? No. Oh, Forget you make, it. like, a little loop. I get what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. yeah, when you make a duct tape loop, that yeah. that's what you see. Because it's slightly lifted, so you see oh, the duct tape. Oh, see, I was picturing duct tape, like, flat on the edges of the rug. <laughs> that's way worse. That's so <laughs> much know. worse. At least well, they're I mean, trying to be discreet. Bad. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Do they think... 
what? Do they think it's going to move or something? Like, if there's tables and chairs on it or someone's going to steal it? Like, why would they do that? <laughs> I mean, if someone's going to steal it, then maybe they should re... Well, if I was going to steal something from that coffee shop, it would be something from the walls. <laughs> Imagine someone's, like, rolling up the rug and they're like, this is mine. Sorry. It's all about snatching the little Superman pin that's probably on the wall or something. Right. But yeah, I don't know. This definitely, to me, the more information we get, it's definitely an Ashley and Jared themed coffee shop. I wouldn't say it's a Bachelor themed coffee shop. Bachelor is just one aspect of it. I'm looking right now at the rug in question. Someone's standing on the rug. So maybe it was like a safety hazard. Someone like tripped and they need to make sure it stayed in place. Okay. Well, we'll have to find out when we go. And when we go, I think we should consider stealing it. Well, not the. We can't steal the rug. We can steal something small. <laughs> Wait, I love that you <laughs> We're think though. Get <laughs> but I love that you think that it's because people are trying to steal the rug, as if the duct tape is going to stop them. If they, if I really want to steal that rug, <laughs> that rug is mine. Well, I, I just think the duct tape would make it a little harder, so that it would take longer. But even if there was no duct tape, it would still take you kind of a minute to roll up the rug and leave with it. So it's probably Wait, not what people are trying to do. Maybe they're using the duct tape as some sort of like audible alarm because you know when you pull duct tape uh, off something, yeah, it's like that yeah. that noise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish we had a sound effect of duct tape being pulled. But you know what I mean. So then like Jared comes out from the back after like he's buttering like, some biscuits, rug, and he's rug. like, "What's going on? Where's the rug?" yeah I mean could be that's why guys like we said last episode we always need these extra details because something like this you may not have thought to include that there's duct tape on the rug but in this case like I care it's important yes very important when we went to Audrey's this summer Ashley like didn't you call Jared out you're like we've gotten people talking about this duct tape and I feel like he was embarrassed I know and he was a little embarrassed because I mean, it, it doesn't. It doesn't look great, guys. It doesn't look say. great, and I think we got confirmation that it was a safety hazard. But if yes, it's a safety hazard, like, how about we just do away with the rug? Yeah, just, that would be a better option. An old-fashioned floor. Old-fashioned floor. Back to basics. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, too, we also didn't steal anything from Audrey's. I just want the record to be set straight that we said when we go to Audrey's, we will steal something. We went, but we didn't steal. And also, the tape did stop me from stealing that rug. Like, it's a big circular rug, and it's taped all all along the outside edges. So there's really no way you can steal that rug. I encourage you to try. Treasure level, like, heisting to get that rug. I feel like you need to be the only person in the coffee shop, and you need to tell Jared, like, hey, can you go in the back and make me some eggs? And then he Even goes so, I don't think you have enough time. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on there. So I'm glad we got to the bottom of it. It's nice to see that case closed because there was a lot mm-hmm. of confusion, you know? Yeah, yeah. And now we can really, like, rest easy at night. Mm-hmm. I was, I mean, the sleep, the sleepless nights I was having <laughs> over this rug. Same. Well, I'm glad we're better. Okay, moving on to moment number four. Yeah, so moment number four is when we discovered Clamonts was in Spring Lake in real time on the podcast. So some background. This was over the summer and Greg and Clamonts had unfollowed each other. And this was right before they were starting to film Paradise. And we were like, ooh, that's weird. Convenient timing that you guys are going to unfollow each other. Are they trying to hide the fact that they're together because Greg is going to plan to go to the beach or something like that? And so then we started getting like little tidbits of their whereabouts. Greg was saying that he was leaving New York and spending the summer in New Jersey. Clemence was back from France and she was in New York. So I was like, hmm, they're kind of in the area. Maybe they're not hanging out. And then we realized Clemence went from New York 
to Spring Lake, New Jersey, which is where Greg's family has a beach house. And that's kind of when we confirmed that they were still spending time together, despite the fact that they unfollowed each other. And then we got all this confirmation after this came out. All these people are like, I saw them at Bar A in New Jersey. Yeah, I saw yeah, them yeah. on the boardwalk here. Everyone saw them. But it was us figuring this out in real time. We're recording the podcast and we figure it out. Yeah, because all these stories that I found were like five minutes before we started recording. So I was like, I don't have all the details yet, guys, but there's something yeah. here. So this is our um, Olsen twin moment. I need to do, I guess, some just like digging. Like, do I drive to Spring Lake myself and just like compare streets? I don't know. It looks pretty Jersey Shore-ish. But then again, like all the beaches in the, like Long Island can look Jersey Shore-ish too. It like looks the same sometimes. And Clemence is like addicted to posting on Instagram. So I'm going to keep my eyes peeled for the rest I'm of the looking day. again. Hold on. Wait. Okay. Katie. Oh, Katie did flowers. Mm-hmm. It's a beach day. Hold on. Oh. The bottle shop, liquors. Hold on, I, we got more. Oh, we have more content since we started recording this. God damn it. Let me see. Clemence. Like, it actually isn't new. It's, it's, she's walking past a store when she's walking to the beach. So if we just Google, where is the bottle shop, liquors, and wine? Oh my gosh. I love this investigative journalism. I'm going to be so sad if it's not Jersey, though. Where is the bottle shop? I, and that's such a common name, I feel like. It might be hard really? to really narrow. The bo- I don't know. To call a liquor store, like, the bottle shop? I feel like that's not that creative. Hold on. <laughs> is it coming up? Y- yep. Oh, my God. Spring Lake. Spring Lake! Wait, wait, Jackie. Spring Lake. Ah! Spring Lake. Wait, do the thing on Google Maps where you can drop the person wait. in and see the street view. Because I'm sure it's the I don't exact know. same. How do I... Okay, never Wait, mind. but... No, no, I, it's, sh- wait, Jackie, Google the bottle shop Spring Lake. It's the exact store she's going past. She's in Spring Lake, New Jersey. <gasps> Claymont's is in Spring Lake, New Jersey right now, which is where Greg His family is has staying a beach house, his- yeah. So, okay, if we, okay, so this is not even, Clem like, is we off think the this ice. is happening. She's in the Clem fire. is not on ice. She's burning. <laughs> yeah, she could not be more on the oven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's, she's baking in the oven. So just... Throwing it out there, guys. If Greg goes to paradise, he one hundred he is a fraud. Has a fucking girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. And, and trust me, if he goes, if this is actually confirmed that he goes, we are blowing this shit up. Yeah. Tell a friend you heard it here first. Wait, She's a podcast. Also ch- are they not following each other still? In which case, they're trying to be fucking sneaky. We're just too. Hold up. No, no. Didn't you say she followed back or something? Let's see. Okay, she doesn't follow him, and I think he follows her. Didn't that was the latest. Um, let me see. Following. No, he's not following oh! her. Oh, they don't follow each other So anymore. they're trying to be fucking sneaky. They think we're not onto them, but we're too smart. Okay, Greg, your French model girlfriend is in Spring Lake with you right now at your parents' beach house, and you think you're smart. Which is just and like, not. so, like, they're clearly trying to do some efforts to be sneaky about it. It's like, Clem, get the fuck off Instagram for, like, the two know, days you're at the, the beach. Like, does it really matter? Did we need to see you walking past the fucking bottle shop in Spring Lake? No, we didn't. And you know what? If you didn't walk past the bottle shop, we would never know I know, that's the thing. On, is like, but... we could have just seen, like, the ocean and you sitting on the beach and no one would really be able to confirm. But you've literally given but us we so just much. Confirmed. Fu- you literally tagged a flower shop based in Spring Lake. How sneaky are you really trying to be? I Wait, know. I feel like. A detective? I, a professional yeah. detective? You know what? Let's put on our trench coats. Okay. Hold on. Let me go grab mine real quick. (sighs) That was a journey. That was was so iconic. I've never had an adrenaline rush as Mm -mm. high as that moment. So ironically, I made a TikTok about that moment. That TikTok Mm -hmm. naturally blew up 
And that leads us to moment number three, when Fatspa pretends he doesn't know who we are. Now, this comes full circle because, as you guys know, we have Fatspa as the guest today. And right off the bat, we ask him about this. So we're going to get lots of closure in this episode. Really, you know... Tying up all loose ends, you know, no unfinished business here. So this Greg and Claymont's moment went viral and then Fatspa comments on it. So without further ado, our number three moment, Fatspa pretending he doesn't know who we are. Fatspa, good old Fatspa. He talked about us on his most recent episode of Almost Famous. And Stephanie, do you want to play the clip or do you want to elaborate further before we... No, let's play the clip so everyone can kind of understand what's going on here and why we're shooketh to our core. This is friend of the show, Ben Higgins, literally our best friend. The artist formerly known as friend of the show, Ben Higgins. (laughs) Right, exactly. Uh, Biggest headline of the week is one that was sent in to us. Uh, There's a TikTok out there about Greg Grippo. Yay, I was hoping you were going to hit on this. Yeah, so she's all batch. She all batch. Uh, TikTok account. Uh, breaks down some things about Greg as he prepares to potentially, we don't have any confirmation on this, head to paradise. And then he goes into the whole fucking Greg saga. Go to last episode if you don't yeah, know Yeah, you guys have seen about. the TikToks. Yeah. We've obviously talked about it on the episode so many times, so you know the story. She All Batch, guys. <laughs> welcome to She All Batch. It's me and Jackie. And it's just a TikTok account. No podcast yeah. associated with it. Just... No podcast that you went on. Not only did he come onto our podcast, he reached out to Stephanie to come onto the podcast because he had heard that we were talking about him a lot on the show. So he's heard of us. He like searched in his little Instagram search. She's all batched to message you to be like, hey, I heard you guys have been talking about me. Let's go. Let's get on a call together and talk about this. And then did an entire interview with us. And became best friends, then did a giveaway with his generous coffee. <laughs> we did a giveaway. And then uh, we were erased from his memory and he doesn't even know then, who Then several months later, remember he followed up via email because he's a work acquaintance. Oh. Remember he asked, it was mm-hmm. about the giveaway. He was like following up like way, oh. I, we've talked about it on the podcast. It was like months and months later. And I was like, yeah, Ben, the, the giveaway winner got the coffee. So it doesn't end there, guys. I wake up this morning and I get a DM from (laughs) Macy. She's a listener. Shout out Macy. I call her our honorary Mm -hmm. creeper because she creeps and sends me so many good stories and love you, Macy. You're doing the Lord's work. So I get a message from her and she tells me, Fatspa talked about your TikTok. And I'm like, girl, what? So I'm like digging through his podcast, trying to find it. Mind you, the episode title of his podcast is Get a Grippo. Now I'm like, um, okay. It's obviously about what we had to say about Greg. I finally scroll to the very end, which is when he talks about it. He says that it's the top headline of the week. Pat ourselves on the back for that one. Also think about a time before this podcast started. Did you ever think that like a former bachelor would say, oh, the biggest headline of the week is from this no-named podcast that didn't have a network and... Not even podcast. No-named TikTok. She all batch. She she all batch. She all batch. TikTok. (laughs) Wild. And I'm listening and I have Macy that in my head that told me that he he acknowledged us. So I'm like, oh, great. So he's going to say, oh, this one comes in from She's All Batch. Oh, I I know She's All Batch. Oh, I went on that podcast. I know Stephanie and Jackie. Uh, Like, I thought there was going to be Mm -hmm. some kind of acknowledgement. And when he fumbles the name and then says it wrong, like, it made me feel like 
everything. Oh. Should we change his name on the podcast instead of Fotspa? I mean, he's he's the artist formerly known as Fotspa. Like, we can't. Formerly known. Yeah. So, me being Fotspa's best friend next to you, um, I knew that he would want to, if he upset me, he would want to know. Because he's really into communication and talking it out yeah. when there is some criticism or anything. Or anything, yeah. And I respect that. And I'm like, you know what? Instead of me feeling this way, why don't I just go message my bestie? So I did. Mm-hmm. So this is what I said <laughs> to the artist formerly known as Fotspot. What is that acronym? I don't know. It's like T A Fotspot. Oh, it's to T-A-F-T-A-Fotspa. K-A. Well, no, it's Fotspa. And the art... Oh, wait, no, I'm... Sorry, hold on. The artist, formerly K-A. Okay. Tafka Fotspa. Ka. Tafka Fotspa. Sure, that's it. This is ridiculous. Okay. Tafka Fotspa. Sure. Say that ten times fast. So I write him. Let's pull up the DMs. You covered my TikTok on your show. No, I don't say hello. I don't say anything. You don't say hey, bestie. No. You state the facts. I like it. He goes, hey, three exclamation points. Wow, sounds pretty friendly. It's almost like we're friends. <laughs> it's almost like he knows who you are. He goes, that was a good TikTok. Anything behind it, you think? I'm not here to talk about the whereabouts of Greg Grippo, <laughs> Ben. Right. We have bigger fish to fry. So I go, Totally. I was surprised you called me she's all batch like you didn't... No, I was surprised you called me she all batch like you didn't know me. I thought we were besties. I'm literally saying this. I have no fucking shame. I, like, love that you flat out said this to him. Just, like, truly n- no what fucks given. What the fuck given. do I have to expressing lose? yourself to your friend. Seriously. No, for sure. Then I double down and I go, we literally call you Fotspa, friend of the show Ben Higgins. I wanted him to know that, like... There's like a reputation here and there are people that listen to his podcast and when they hear him act like he doesn't know us, it looks silly. The the story doesn't add up. Right. That's true. So he goes, ha ha ha. I was just reading from the headline. I didn't pick up on it because I'm high on flu meds. Not a good excuse, but this flu is crushing me. Now I, I felt relief in this moment because I was like, okay, he had a reason. If he just didn't respond at this point, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I've literally fucking created this character on the show that is not real. He does right. not like us. And this is embarrassing. So I felt like, oh, okay. Like I feel bad. He's sick. Um, you know, at least he had a reason. So I write, oh no. Well, feel better. Triple down. I say, I'll let this slide since you're sick. But for a minute I was shook. And then I made like a silly emoji Mm -hmm. he goes i'm sorry three exclamation points okay now he's really apologetic so now we have a reconciliation now we've confronted our friend we talked out our issues and now we're back to besties he goes it was good reporting two exclamation points i go ha 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 all good you can still be our fotspa then i write once you're better then you'll have to come back on the show scene 11 hours ago no reply now, I don't know if maybe he took some NyQuil because he has the flu and he's been sleeping for the past 11 hours, but I was a little shook that I didn't get a response back. To his defense, though, I do feel like the conversation was concluded. Um, once you're better, you'll have to come back. The answer is, yes, Stephanie, when would you like me to come back? Let's put it on the calendar. <laughs> right. I'm at your beck and call. I will always come on this podcast whenever you want. Yeah, that is the correct answer. Well, maybe tomorrow. Maybe he's been sleeping. 
for 11 That's hours. That's what I'm saying. He's in a deep hibernation slumber. Yeah, the flu can really knock you out. So much so he was so confused about what he was talking about. I was talking to my husband about this before I explained the whole thing. He's like, I mean, I don't think it's that bad. He like fumbled on the name, whatever. He doesn't see it, whatever. And I'm like, you don't understand. We've made this into this huge thing. Everyone knows Fats, but mm -hmm. he is the original Fats. All of our listeners are Fats and he is the original. He is like our, like the person at the top of the pyramid. Like he is the Maddie on yeah. the top of the pyramid in Dance Moms. And now at the top of the pyramid, Maddie. And I feel exactly. completely betrayed and he brought up this scene from Mean Girls. Now, I'm gonna just play the scene and you can tell me who's who. You dirty little liar. I'm sorry, I can explain. Oh, explain how you forgot to invite us to your party? Janice, I cannot stop this car, I have a curfew. You know I couldn't invite you, I had to pretend to be plastic. <laughs> Buddy, you're not pretending anymore, you're plastic. Cold, shiny, hard plastic. Curfew 1 a.m. and it's now 110. Curfew 1 a.m. and it's now 110. I'm Damien. You can be <laughs> the Janice. The way I gasped so many times throughout that dialogue because it just connects so deeply to the situation. I thought what you were going to pull up is who has personally been victimized by Regina George. And we're the ones oh. raising our hands, personally yeah. victimized by Fox. No, but I just picture you and me pulling up in a car, like outside of Ben's like work. And we're like, <laughs> you dirty little liar. liar. And he's like, I had to pretend to be famous. I couldn't tell Ashley. <laughs> that I knew you. Wait, that's exactly what it, it That's is. what it felt like. What's interesting, again, tying up loose ends, is that we actually get an answer as to, it's not just from the flu medicines. He has another reason as to why he fumbled the name, which he explains in the interview. Yes, he does. I like to think, though, that he was literally just sleeping this entire time from the flu meds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because we say, once you're feeling better, you can come on the podcast. So now he feels better. And now he's finally, finally feeling finally. better. It, took a, it was a long recovery, but, you know. I will say now, he is no longer, he is the artist formerly known as, the artist formerly known as Fatsva, because we've made amends. So mm -hmm. either he's back to just Fatsva or he's literally the artist formerly known as the artist formerly known. That's too many letters. Mm. I think it just needs to be Fatsva. You know. Um, I love this moment so much because it was just so inconvenient to get, but we both agreed that it was so important to put it in the episode that we like couldn't not because I was traveling that week and so we had like planned ahead. The podcast was literally already done. This was maybe like Tuesday or maybe even as late as Wednesday night and I'm I'm in LA Stephanie's in New York and I wake up in the morning and of course so Stephanie's like itching to call me because <laughs> I'm like three hours behind and then finally when I'm up I remember talking you're like oh my god Ben talked about our podcast and it's on um, Almost Famous and all this stuff and I just remember like spending the whole morning like frantically talking to you like driving to my <laughs> office to do my other job or whatever but like could not focus on it at all was totally like, like the whole car ride was talking to you even all day at work I was like texting you about this whole thing and then we had made plans we're like okay but we need to get this into the episode because I was like working I had to work all day and then of course when you travel for work it never ends there right it's always like no let's get drinks after work like let's have a dinner like let's <sighs> do blah, blah 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 so I didn't get back to the hotel till probably like eight my time so then for Stephanie that's like 11 by the time we get all situated we're literally recording this at midnight east coast time but we knew it was like so important to get it in the podcast then after we recorded it I edited it so then I probably went to bed at like midnight mm. pacific time that just shows the dedication but yeah you guys don't know sometimes the behind <laughs> the scenes we are putting in hours blood sweat and tears 
Yeah, because no, that was like a true, we had a lot of hoops to jump through to get it into the episode for that mm-hmm. week, but we just like knew it was so important. So and it paid off. It. it paid off as one of the top five mm-hmm. moments of the year, so I'm proud of it. Yeah, and I still you. love saying, you dirty little liar. <laughs> but now, now we've forgiven, we forgive and forget, like Lauren Conrad says, so. No, but she says, I want to forgive you and I want to forget you. And oh, right. I don't want to forget Fatspa. I right. remember him. We're going to forgive and we're going to forget about this whole mishap. Especially yes. since, you guys will see in the interview, but he makes it up to us by giving us a proper shout out in his podcast. So all's well that ends well. Number two. So this isn't one particular time this is multiple times all put together but the nick impression needs to get on this list because the nick impression is you know somewhat beloved i guess you guys really enjoy it and here is because it's just too accurate you're so good at it you are thank you um you're in this roundup as well and you do a good job too i'm not even gonna explain it i'll just let it explain itself when nick talks i get anxiety like i couldn't i couldn't imagine like having to, so you and don't I, listen I, to his podcast then, I'm assuming. I don't anymore. I, he's probably like, did I talk shit about you? Yeah. Does it matter? No. Do you have fans? Sure. He's like, do I want a latte? No. Am I going to have one? That's subjective. From this perspective, this. But this also, did I say it? Yeah. Did I mean it? No. <laughs> okay, Nick. I have friends who have cheated. I mean, I do. Do I think it's a, a low character moment for anyone who cheats? Sure. Do I think people can recover? Do I think they can still share their side of the story of why they were in the emotional space? Yes. I love that the cherry on top to this whole compilation is him doing his voice. Yeah. He should he should help me out one. with the master class because he does the Nick impression better than anyone else. Yeah, he's obviously the best at it. You guys really love this. Like in the Facebook group, people are always like saying how they're dying at the Nick impression. And we get a lot of reviews that talk about it too. Um really it's funny. Yeah, some people do say like love the Nick impression. Yeah, I have a, I have a knack for impressions. I think I may go to bars and pretend to be Nick to Yeah, know. I think you would fool people. I, I'm gonna manifest this and because this is our year anniversary episode maybe it will have some extra oomph in the manifesting but Mm. one day we need to be on the vile files and we need to like unpack this impression that we do of him and like Mm. I want I want to be in a room where Stephanie you are speaking to Nick in his own language and just like (laughs) doing the impression you're not gonna be able to tell the difference between us you're gonna be like yeah where'd Stephanie go so confusing yeah so I don't think it's that out of the possibilities that in the next calendar year We'll get on there. Shall we put it as a goal? That's a big goal. Big goal. And I want it to be in studio. Yeah, we're going in studio. Okay. See you there. Ah! I can't wait to be there. So exciting. Wow. You're getting excited (laughs) about your fake We got on the bio files, guys. Yeah, because I know it's going to happen. Okay. Mark this timestamp for when it does, and then we'll play this. Okay. Got it. Okay. And last, but absolutely not least, the best, some might even say... Everyone's favorite, Mr. Sadboy Grippo, gives us so much content, but the content that he gave us that was most important was the wet blanket energy. Now, this is episode four. So this current episode is episode 50. This wet blanket energy story has carried this whole entire time. I feel like this is really when the podcast took some kind of turn. Like, I really feel like mm-hmm. it became... It was a rebirth, honestly. After four episodes. But, yeah. I, I mean, I really feel like this is when we started to, like, have... It was, like, our first real inside joke on the podcast. And mm-hmm. it stuck. 
So we had to give it the number one spot. Let's yeah. relive wet blanket energy. And so, like, honestly, if you have been following along the whole time, just enjoy this reminiscing. But if you don't know what wet blanket energy is, which I feel like a lot of people, unless they want, listen all the way back, you're like, why do they keep referencing this? So learn your history. I don't know. Learn your history. Brush up. So here we go. This person who is, we're going to remain anonymous, she had a little experience with Greg. <laughs> And she oh, did, she didn't. I'm yeah, excited. She, okay. She doesn't really like Greg, so she writes me and says, "I got to give Greg a great big fuck you to his face last Friday night oh when he God. brought some big time wet blanket energy to my man's concert in New York City. He scowled and walked away, looking like he doesn't know exactly how punchable his face is. Perhaps I was drunk and feeling extra spicy, but he deserves it after his public display of bullshit." On national television. Five out of five would definitely do it again. No regrets. Okay. So my first question is, so she's saying Greg went to her man's concert and he was acting like a wet blanket, but like, then she's like, I would do it again. What would she do again? Like what? Give him a, give him a great big fuck you. That's what she do. What does that mean? You just say fuck you to someone? Yeah. Oh. She gave him a great big fuck you to his face for his wet blanket energy. So you literally, get that shit so out. I'm just trying to really vision this in my mind. So yeah, Greg too. is at a concert looking <laughs> Sitting there sad, with like puppy dog eyes. <laughs> and uh, someone comes up to him and just says, fuck <laughs> you for, for looking hand. sad at a concert. Like what? Oh, what if he was like, what if it was like a sad song that reminded him of Katie? Yeah, I don't know. we don't know the type of bigger. concert. Like, you don't know. Maybe he just was sad because he spilled something on his pants. Like right. I, what is... Were they all in a group together, like with Greg? Because like, why would she just go up to him and say, fuck you? Jackie, she said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> right. But when you see people with wet blanket energy <laughs> randomly at concerts, you just go up to them and say, fuck you. Like he doesn't, why does he owe her man his positive <laughs> spirit at the concert? Like he's just a man at a concert. I don't get it. He's like, girl, I'm just trying to like enjoy the concert. <laughs> Or not enjoy it. He doesn't have to enjoy it. Like, you know what I really picture though? Like remember all the scenes of Greg from the season when it would rain and he'd always be like yeah. so shocked by the rain. I made memes back in the day about this because I just thought it was so funny. I'm like, it's like the dude's never seen fucking rain before. Like every time they had the fake rain, he'd be like so shocked to see the rain. I just picture romantic. it like raining. What? Oh yeah. Because it's romantic. I don't know. I I mean, don't defend it, please. This is wet okay. blanket energy and it does not deserve to be defended. <laughs> so like I just picture it like raining on Greg and he's just sitting there thinking about Katie and then someone just goes up to him and says, fuck you. <laughs> the poor guy's been like knocked down enough. Hold yeah, on. I picture him like that cartoon where it's just a rain cloud follows the cartoon yes. walking around. Um that's what I picture Greg being like, but yeah. I don't know why that that energy <laughs> warranted a fuck you in a public yeah. place. So we would love to know more information. I, I just love that. Like, even after, like, she's like, I may have been drunk, but even still looking back, she's like, whatever. He still deserved it because <laughs> he, it's like, he doesn't know how punchable his face is. Like this girl <laughs> has it out for Greg. I know. I, Greg should get a restraining order. Seriously. What I think is so funny is that this person gave us this gem of a story. I've never heard from this person again. Granted, I don't know what this person's name is anyway, but like you would think after someone's story made such an impact that she would write back again and be like, oh, hi. Wait, how did she send it to you? On DM. Instagram? Yeah. 
like ninety nine percent of these bachelor encounters are DMs, but like uh-huh. I get a million of them, so it's not like mm-hmm. I can search it. And like Instagram doesn't let oh. you search it. So this literally was a, a year ago, so I can't wow. find it. So I the, I usually just bank on the person writing again, and then I can be like, oh. Thanks for, you know, sometimes people will write back and be like, oh, I was so happy that my encounter made it into the episode. Or if they, if we ask for updates, they come back right. and they give updates. That's happened quite a few times. This person, if you are the person, if you were the wet blanket energy, fuck you, Greg Grippo person, come on the podcast. I seriously yeah. would love to have this person on the podcast. I want to hear about your man's concert and why this happened. Like, we have so many questions for you. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, this episode is all about tying up loose ends, and I feel like we still have some loose ends here. I still don't get why. Like, what did he do? Right. Like, we need a bigger picture of what exactly wet blanket energy entails, and, like, you're obviously the expert having coined the phrase. So, yeah, and and because also, too, I'm like, did he respond when you literally said fuck you to him randomly at a concert? Did he leave the concert? It says that he scowled and walked away, but did he leave? Or did he but keep like, his energy there? What a weird there? response! If if a stranger goes up to you and says "fuck you," you just scowl and walk away. That's a really weird response. I think there's just more to the story here, like either her relationship with Greg, like if they were actually in a group of friends, or if he was literally a stranger to her. Um, if there were more words exchanged following that, mm-hmm. because if someone said "fuck you" to you, I feel like I'd be like, "What? What did I do? Like, huh? Sorry. What? What?" As opposed to just scowling and walking away. Maybe he was getting a lot of backlash at that time because his edit was taking Mm. a turn, so he was just used to it. Oh, that could be true. But that would be, she should have clarified then because he probably was thinking he was getting a fuck you from the way he acted on the show, not his current energy. Right, he should know that it was his wet blanket energy that caused that fuck you, not what you did on TV. That's (laughs) a separate fuck you. Yeah, exactly. I think she was pissed. Like, she wanted her man, whoever her man is, was performing, and she wanted everyone in the audience to have dry, fresh out of the dryer blanket energy, and mm-hmm. he did not have that, clearly. No, no. Um, which I understand, you know, you just want your man to have a great concert, and everyone needs to do their part in creating the vibe of the space. Plot twist, what if this is Victoria Fuller, the man is Chase Rice, and then <gasps> it's the tie-in with Greg? Didn't see that one coming. I did not see that one coming. And probably we haven't heard back because... She after she said fuck you and he scowled and walked away, he was like, Wait, actually I like you love this vibe. Mm-hmm. This this aggressive, crazy energy. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Let's date. She's like, No, I'm going on paradise, so I can't date you right now, but like let's reconvene after. Mm-hmm. And let's go to Italy because no one will know us there because we have an invisibility cloak. <laughs> right. Exactly. Wow. Crack the case once again. Once again, we're the best detectives in America. I don't know why the FBI isn't calling us to join. Seriously. <laughs> so. All right. Well, hope you, hopefully you guys enjoyed that trip down memory lane. I know I did. Me too. I Here's had a great time. Here's two more good moments in the next year. Hello, friends. Ben Higgins. What's up? How are you? Thriving. How are you all doing? Well, good. I wanted to let you know, though, this isn't just any episode. This is a very special episode. This is our anniversary episode that we're recording right now. And we wanted to make sure we had a special guest, which is why I reached out to you, the original thought. So we have to explain a few things. So after you came on the show and we declared ourselves besties, do you recall? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. 
You were then referred to on the show as friend of the show, Ben Higgins. That was your name. F-O-T-S-F-O-T-S-B-H. Then it turned into FOTSPA. It's taken on a life of its own so much that our listeners are now called FOTS, friend of the show, because they're all our friends. Ah, So like you are very important because you were without friend of the show, Ben Higgins, we wouldn't have FOTS. And like the FOTS are the people that support the podcast and like listening. I feel Mm -hmm. like that's a great like acronym. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's very catchy. FOTS. Would you want to wear that on a a t-shirt or a sweatshirt, perhaps? Yeah, or a hat, or a a pin. Okay, all right, all right, all right. We have some ideas in the works. We're thinking about it. Things are coming. Shameless plug. Yeah, Yeah. we're going to, but we'll definitely have to send Ben one because he needs to wear one. But we need to just clear the air. So obviously, so the last time you and I spoke over DM was when, we probably don't remember this, but we remember remember it. When when you mispronounced She's All Batch on your podcast, and then I wrote Uh, you and said, why did you not, why did you not, act like you knew who we were so we weren't sure if you were our friend anymore no I'm, I'm, I, I am your friend here's the problem okay here's, here's the honest uh I don't know if you can call it an excuse or what um I get show notes and I read through these show notes and oftentimes show notes come through as I'm recording and my brain isn't always like there's a to be honest, and I fought through myself in this category. There's a lot of bachelor focused podcasts now. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. All like, you know, there's batch scoop, there's batch bracket, there's she's all batch. Um, if I would have been told Stephanie and Jackie, I would have been like, oh, I know them. But just by the title oh, of your podcast, okay. um, I don't always pick up until you said that. And I was like, oh, that, yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Honestly, I'm not the smartest dude in the world. No, like, you... I, I'm not super sharp. <laughs> but what about ODing on cold medicine? ODing on cold medicine? Then you weren't, did, that was the, what you told me at the time. You said oh. that you were... That was when I had COVID. That's when I had COVID pneumonia. Oh, shit. All yeah. right. Oh, wow. What a combo. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. I didn't Why know you could you... have both at the same time. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. So I was on, I had COVID pneumonia and I was taking um, Mucinex and like NyQuil and DayQuil. NyQuil. <laughs> All and... at the same time? DayQuil and NyQuil? Yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time. All right. Nice. No, but you get like very I mean, i'm telling you if anybody's like listening and they've had covid pneumonia it is awful yeah. it is that sounds it, horrible it's bad so um yeah i mean that can be an excuse also but also okay. my brain doesn't always keep up There's okay so your brain excuses. doesn't keep up okay and you were like very very sick we can excuse yeah. that we weren't sure if you were if i meant you didn't nothing wanna... personal by it no, I'm, and this is obviously we're teasing totally. But like we're when we heard it, we we're like, oh my god, he just doesn't want to tell Ashley I that he knows who we are. <laughs> no, I would love to. I, w- I would love to tell Ashley that I know who you are. In fact, um, I'm recording. I think this afternoon, and I'm going to tell her on the podcast who you are. Oh, anyway. shut up! That's so funny. We actually tell her we want her on the podcast. Well, we've been trying. We've, yeah, we've spoken to uh, her. So we road tripped to Jared's coffee shop over the summer. And podcasted from there. So we met Jared and at Audrey's. At, at Audrey's. Oh. So we saw well, your coffee and everything. She's got to come on. I was just out there last week for the first I, time. You know, they're our biggest purchaser of coffee now. Wow. Well, that's yeah. crazy. Don't they only, are, isn't their coffee just exclusively generous coffee? Mm-hmm. So yeah, then but, that makes sense that they're your biggest purchaser now. 
Well, we have uh, I mean, we have like 20 wholesale accounts. Wow, uh, that's amazing. So they're our most like, um, I guess they're the busiest shop. I think mm-hmm. honestly, they use a lot of um, coffee in their espresso martinis, and I think they're like pretty fire, and so people go and get them a lot. Ooh. Um, but yes, I gotta write this down so I don't forget. Oh, you're so sweet. Oh, Thank you, nice. Ben. Thank hey, you. why don't we um? So this episode, this is coming out next week, and we're actually doing a few different giveaways. Do you want to do another generous giveaway? Putting uh, on the spot. Yeah, I mean that's easy. I'd love to. Okay, let's give, let's give some generous out. Let's give some generous out. Well, honestly, we were just Jackie and I were just talking about. We're like, we this is literally going to be the we want to give back for the year that yeah. you know these uh listeners have been so loyal but we have four giveaways so we have to somehow figure out like how do we choose like and one of the, the giveaways winners, has yeah. 10 winners because we're doing mm-hmm. um uh, it's a sex toy actually that that advertises with us so we're giving away 10 vibrators we're giving away caitlin bristow's wine giving yeah. away generous coffee and we're giving away um a voucher for a jewelry company that one of the mm-hmm. listeners owns a jewelry store what a deal Come on. It's not a crazy episode. Like, yeah. You're really uh fully encompassing a lot of different sectors there. And it's it's impressive. What if somebody wins them all? What kind of night is that? That I mean that sounds like a fun night. All 10 vibrators. (laughs) All 10 vibrators, they're just like getting drunk on the wine and then like getting high on all the coffee. Maybe they'll whip out some NyQuil. Who knows? Let's jump into a little chat, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, where to begin? Can we actually, so obviously you may have heard this, but um, Lauren B just welcomed her second baby. Did you hear about that? Is it still Lauren B? Yeah, um, I think well, it's I guess always going to be Lauren L B. now, but she's Lauren Lane, but yes, Lauren B. Lauren, Lauren BL. Um, I did not know. I've not seen that she had her second baby. I knew it was like this week. Uh, yeah. In fact, uh, I'm super excited for her. Mm-hmm. Um that's awesome that's that's a that's a big deal it's weird though like it's it's odd to think I mean my buddies are having babies and uh, my best friend is having a kid soon and like life goes fast I think you're having your second kid it just feels like life is moving quicker at this age than ever before Mm -hmm. do you Um, want kids I read an article that you that. that you don't want them anytime soon is that true uh it yeah ish it it it's like a very like big uh fear of mine uh I guess that like I don't I mean I want to be a dad I want kids I don't I want to be a good dad I think right now uh you know my wife is she started up her esthetician company and it's going really well um but she works really hard uh Mm -hmm. but she's still really new to it she's trying to figure out how to balance being in the office and being home and then right now you know the the way that I still am able to put food on the table is by traveling a lot, uh, you know, for iHeart or for Generous uh, or for um, different organizations that I'm part of. And um, I'm gone a lot. And so it's a little bit of like, a, I don't know how to make that switch. And I'm trying, mm-hmm. but we definitely want kids. But my wife's also 27. And so it just feels like to me, we're not in like this massive rush. Yeah. Um and, and you and just I'm, got married too. Like just got you can married. enjoy. Let's, yeah, celebrate a year in just a few weeks. And uh and I'm I'm guessing at the end of next year we'll probably be like, we're ready. Um let's let's make this thing happen. But it's just you know, not the like pressing, oh my gosh, let's have kids as soon as we get married thing. Yeah. Um we want to be married. We like each mm-hmm. other. Like I want to spend time with my wife and have fun with her without 
adding in too many responsibilities right now because once mm-hmm. we do that's a that's a big deal right yeah. that makes sense i mean there's no rush mm-hmm. and enjoy this alone time while you have it because yeah <laughs> once they come <laughs> they say one is you one two is send 20 them back. so yeah you can't send yeah, them back to where they back. came from they don't have a receipt and, I, and i'm happy about that uh but no it's not you know i'm, I'm pretty confident in the let, let's get married and have a lot of fun uh, together for a bit. And then we can, you know, if, but if she ended up telling me tomorrow, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant. I'd be like, that's awesome. Like, I don't think I'd be freaking out. I think I just, be yeah. like, there's some big things that need to change in my life. Can we talk uh, a little bit about paradise and shift gears? Yeah. Have you been watching this have, season? Yeah. I, I haven't watched every episode, um, but I have watched the last two. So I feel caught up enough. Okay. Uh, on like some did you watch movies. Ashley and Jared's scenes I'm curious since you're friends with Ashley like what your perspective well, is of all of this I saw your tweet yeah you were what very she much she needed a love she needed a love tweet um, needed some love yeah she's in love my perspective is you know from if you knew Ashley you know that the show means a lot to her mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. she does not think the show is perfect uh she does not uh necessarily especially right now kind of in the season of the show believe that what they're doing is good and healthy all the time but for her um it's one of the best things to ever happen to her i mean you know it it got about it got her into this new rhythm she was made to be on reality television she was made for like Mm -hmm. who she was on tv is who she is behind the scenes every day of her life and um and so for her to be asked back is something that she takes a lot, like she's very proud of and she t- gets really excited about. She feels like she still belongs or she feels like she still has a purpose. I don't think Jared as much cares or like really, you know, mm-hmm. it matters to him, but for her, it's a big deal. And so I was excited for her when she called me and told me that the show asked her to come back to paradise, uh, heard that her and Jared were going to go down for three days. I was like, that's incredible. What a cool way to kind of go back. If they called me tomorrow and said, Ben, we want you to go back to the bachelor mansion for night one. I would say yes in a second. Like mm-hmm. I don't have access to that place. That place was a, a cool memory to me and I'm, I did it and I'm gone. And and for the most part, I have nothing to do with the show anymore. They don't like call me often. Uh, I'm not like in their database of people that get to show up to the mansion whenever I want. Do you know why? I'm sure they would let you come to the yeah, mansion. No, but is there like, a reason why? Because they, one of my questions is that they have Sean Lowe coming this season to give Zach advice. And they had Sean Lowe in the audience during when Zach was announced and they said, Jesse said something like, oh, would you come back to give advice? And I just like, why didn't they? Why are you no longer, you don't don't know? know. No, I mean, there's no, at least from my side, there's been no hard feelings. Um, Mm -hmm. There's not like this moment of, oh my gosh, this is what changed things. In fact, you know, I hope for the most part the show uh, feels like I've tried to support it in the best way I can. Um, but then also try to stand against or call it out when I feel like it's been unhealthy, but you know, so is everybody. But also what's weird is that, so Sean Lowe is back on this season. He was back on at the after show, but when Chris Harrison stepped down or was no longer the host, he said he was going to boycott the show. So I do think it's weird that they would choose out of all alumni they could choose. They're going to choose someone that publicly said that versus someone that like maybe just like kept quiet and didn't really ruffle any feathers. So it's just, I wonder what their reasoning is for choosing one versus the other. I don't really know. I don't know. Um, Maybe because Sean though is still 
with Catherine, and I then it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. that I part. Think so they, he has. He has yeah, advice well, I think to give. The, yeah, go ahead. No, he has advice to give. He's been successful in this. You know, they can't look at me and say like I was successful in my run as The Bachelor. Um, I well, and to circle back to like the whole Ashley and Jared thing of them being invited back. We've been talking about this a lot on the podcast because they're really trying to pitch them as like a Bachelor in Paradise success story. And yes, Ashley and Jared are, are happily married now and stuff. But we're like, it is kind of revisionist history because they didn't really have a good experience when they were on the show. They got together after the show. But I feel like the show is really trying to push these like success yeah. stories, even though, in my opinion, Ashley and Jared are like a real life success story. They're not like a paradise right success story you know when you say she needs love too it's so funny because like they're so regardless of what happened on the show they are still so beloved no one has an issue with them it's the issue of that production was not giving anyone that we wanted to see on the beach a chance while they were also on the beach and it felt like so I guess it was looking like people were taking it out on them when in reality why did people are confused why production didn't kind of foresee that like yeah sure bring them down but why did you give them 75% of the episode when like we want to see what else is going on like I love to see them we travel to see Jared's coffee shop we love them Mm -hmm. but like in moderation with everyone else but as an alumni does it kind of sway you or maybe other alumni from wanting to go back for because like they had no control over how much they were shown that's kind of nerve-wracking and then they got all this backlash is that like would you think twice about going back because what if they showed you too much? And then they also weren't like, edited well, too. Like there was a lot of Ashley farting where I'm like, <laughs> how did she feel about that watching it? Yeah, that's weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know what, you know, there's, there's, I think there's oftentimes these days questions in my mind on what is the show trying to get out of this? Like, mm-hmm. what is the point? Um, because there used to be kind of a point to most of the scenes and most of the character development. I, I mean, I've talked to Ashley about it. I know that she did not expect to be on television as much as they were on television. That was not a part of the plan. That was not what she wanted. That was not what she thought would happen. She really thought that they were going down to the beach to kind of be there and hang out and sit and give advice where they could or just to like kind of calm the the emotions of people when that's at its highest and it's at its peak. I don't think she thought they would be highlighted. And then I remember they mm-hmm. got back and she called me and she said like the date that they put on for Jared and her like that date will go down in her mind forever as a very special evening for them to look back and to see themselves now as a married couple uh, on this show without the stress, without the anxiety, without worrying, you know, if we're going to leave here together or not. And mm-hmm. and so I yes, that is that is on production. That is, you know, mm-hmm. Ashley and Jared went to the beach and they agreed to go to the beach. And that's a, I think that's a fair and really exciting opportunity to have and just really cool to see television being filmed again in the, in, in, at the beach. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I think people take it out on Jared and Ashley, but if you read through most of the tweet, tweets and most of the, the, the anger, it's not, hey, we dislike, like you said, Jared and Ashley. Um, there are tweets like, I don't want to see Ashley farting. Why are we watching this? And I'm saying, and I think yeah. Ashley probably say, I don't know. Like, I that's what no I'm idea. saying. Like, it's not their fault. No, but, but, yeah. you know, you have to take it out on somebody and, and they are, you know, the, the fall people to, to take the heat because they are the characters that are on the show and they agreed to go down and give production full access to whatever they want to show. I just don't know why. I think it probably tuned off the viewer. And I think it probably at the end of the day made the viewer going, you know, if Ashley and Jared next year were called back to the beach, 
I bet most viewers would be like, I don't want to see them again. If they would have just been shown in a small little light and maybe every year came down for like uh, to host a date or to give a date out, people would be so excited about seeing them. Mm -hmm. But you've, I think now the, the, the show has ruined Ashley and Jared coming back to the show um, and people being excited about it They're They've seen too much at this point. So yeah. your question on as an alumni, does it make me hesitant? Mm-hmm. Y- yes, but I'm always hesitant. Like there's been things that, you know, I haven't agreed to do um, because oftentimes you don't know what you're walking into. It's a, Hey, do you want to come and hang out? And do you want to, you know, be there? And you're like, what is it about? They're like, we're going to, ah, we're figuring it out. All right. Well, cool. I'm throwing my trust up that, you know, I'm going to go here and you're not going to ask me to get naked on a beach and host a date like you, you you have to really trust that and you also have to stand firm and like you know what you think is right but yes there is hesitancy um but it wouldn't stop me uh if the show asked me to go and give zach advice this year i'd be there in a second i think it's really important because i remember how valuable it was to me um when you know mesnick and uh sean lowe uh, and souls came to the mansion the day that the women were showing up and just sat with me and said, Hey, Hey Ben, like we're regular dudes. Uh, if, if we did this, you're going to be able to do it too. Here's my advice to you. Here's what I think you're going to run into. Here's how you, like, it meant a lot to me and it really helped me. Mm-hmm. And so I would do it. Um, I, I would, yeah, a hundred percent do it anytime they ask. And if people might get sick of seeing me on TV and that's Okay but I'm not doing it as much. You're not getting a lot of followers. You're not getting a lot of great attention by going back on the show. I know that it's not as much for that. It would be, you know, I think for any new lead, it's a hard deal and it's confusing and you feel like you're on your, on your own Island and it's nice to let somebody know they're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, totally. Yeah. So yes, I would, but it, it definitely is concerning. And I think it's just unfortunate that Ashley and Jared had to be so excited about something and then uh, kind of have a back. I think it did. I think I could say it backfired pretty, pretty hard on them. And I, and I don't think they're feeling the love that I thought they, I think they thought they would feel by going back. Were they disappointed mm-hmm. by the way people were reacting to them and, and their edit of the show? Uh I think frustrated probably. Um, mm-hmm. I think when you're in, when you're in that and and you're getting the backlash, oftentimes it's confusing because and, and it's something that you know you have to kind of teach yourself through life. Everybody does, I guess, but you have to ask yourself like where are my intentions at? You know, people are really critical of people they see on television. That's fair. We sign up for that. Um, but I think Ashley and Jared's intentions were really good going down and i think they're holding firm on hey our intentions were good we tried to do it well we tried to you know follow along with what the show is asking us we had a really good time by doing it and so if people want to give us a lot of heat for that that's just confusing and and frustrating uh because there's not a, a great way to protect yourself then you're just kind of now that's what people see of you and that's the image they have moving forward mm-hmm. um and disappointed yeah probably i mean you get again Ashley and Jared are, you know, they run a coffee shop. Like their life is not like glamorous. They, they're not out on a red carpet every day. They, they are oftentimes, you know, in their house, you know, raising their child and Jared's working 12 hours a day at this coffee shop to have this cool new thing happen to you. You get really excited for it. And I think most people would, 
and then to have it not go well, I think is like, it's just sad. It's, it's frustrating. Do they blame the show though for editing them in that way? Cause it's like, I feel like we keep going back to like the fans being disappointed. And I think at least from what I've heard from people, we were, we're all more mad at the show than at Ashley yeah. and, and Jared. Cause obviously like I would go down to paradise too. If someone yeah. asked me like great opportunity, um, but how do they reckon with like, oh, but the show's putting us in a bad light, you know? Well, I don't know if they believe the show tried to put them in a bad light. Uh, I think, yeah. you know, showing those scenes of Ashley, I think like Ashley Ashley's would farting, see it. though. Yeah, I think they would. I think, I think Ashley... they thought that was funny, though. I, but at that point, it was like, oh, my God, we've now seen uh, they've been on our screen for 45 minutes. Yeah. This would have probably been funny if this was like a five minute thing yeah. altogether. But yeah. at that point, it's like, come on. I mean, yeah, they, this is not just them. Like when Colton was in paradise and the Tia and Colton saga was going on, people complained like, oh, this is the Colton and Tia show. It's too much. Like just for them to not realize that I'm sure they, I don't think they were trying to sabotage them because like they didn't really do, they didn't get a bad edit, but I think they overestimated how much of the episode needed to be dedicated to a couple. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I think people get excited for Paradise because there's so many couples and there's so many different storylines so that for them to only focus on one for that long, it was just a lot. And then I think paired with it was it came out right when they announced that they had just bought like six new episodes. So for one episode to be like dedicated to them, we're like, well, we don't need six new episodes if this is what you're going to be giving us. I know I'm tired. I'm like four hours of my week is dedicated to watching Bachelor in Paradise. It's full time. Crazy. job. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> There, there's a lot to break down in what you just said. There's a business side to this as well. And, right. you know, from a viewer, you're going to get exhausted. And I think that's one of the things that if the show asked me for my input, which they don't, <laughs> but if they said, hey, how do we keep this thing alive for five more years? I don't know if that's what they want. Ten more years, whatever. It's OK. You, you have to pull back on the content that you're providing because people do want to watch, but they're getting tired of it. And so they're going to stop watching because they've been burned um a few times here recently viewers have with what they expected to happen and didn't and then two is there there's a beauty and i think the bachelor franchise has always done this really well there's a beauty in um and limits and uh access and kind of making this thing this very special you know two hours that you can get together with friends totally um and i think over but then at the same time if they are seen i don't know again i'm i'm speculating here but if the show is seen that hey our time is limited we don't have five years left to keep this thing going then i as an executive would say let's sell as many episodes right now while it's still on television because we don't know what the future looks like like let's let's make as much money as possible right now and then we can see what happens and I think that's probably where they're at. I, I, I'm assuming that's kind mm. of why this is this is happening the way it is. Um, I don't think they're behind the scenes going, yeah, our viewers want four more hours of television. I don't think that's what they're they're saying. They're just trying to like strike while the iron Milk is it. still remotely hot. Which is fair. Which isn't. A, I mean, it makes sense from a business side. It's just mm -hmm. as a viewer and as a fan, it's tiring. And right. I don't. That's why I don't yeah. watch every episode anymore because I can't, frankly, like give up that time to do it. Yeah. Like, and nobody, you, you recap the show on Almost Famous, don't you? Yeah, I get a really good short version. And oh, I someone get tells good. you? Yeah. You don't, Sometimes. wait, Not so you time. recap and you don't even, do you have like a script? I have, but I get, I also get the screener. That's like an hour of television. 
Yeah. Ugh, I'm so jealous you get the screener. Yeah. It's so, so I get, such I get a time a saver. So when when you like when you're asking if I watch the show on a Tuesday night. Mm. No. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't have commercials. Right. So that I mean, I fast forward the commercials. I purposely start like 20 minutes late and then I fast forward commercials. Yeah. Um, we, I want to ask a couple of random questions. So after you and Lauren broke up before you met your wife, were you ever asked to be the bachelor again? And were you ever asked to go on paradise? I know you did winter games. I was never asked to go on paradise. I was asked to be the bachelor. again. <gasps> and you said no. What? Why? What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I where what are we? What was. day was it? Paint us the picture. I remember where I was at when I was asked. It was uh, a Tuesday. Yeah, it was a Tuesday. No, I was at uh, Universal Studios. I was doing an event um, with some some people from the show. I think I was doing the Lopez show, actually, and uh, Mario Lopez. And uh, yeah, it was like asked if I would be if I would consider it. Um, I'm a, I think this is going. I, I want to say Ari's season was the season that they asked. I think I can't be sure. Is either Peter or Ari? It was one of those. Oh, people. and you were one of the people. Out of the, like, you were in the running against them. It was that uh, season you're saying. I, I didn't say yes to her. Well, no, obviously, I, but yeah, yeah I, but it was, I, uh, okay. I immediately uh, said no. Why? Yeah. Well, I think uh, your, you know, your mind's telling you yes, and your soul is telling you no. Uh, your mind is telling you, hey, this could be really great again. Um but it was very real for me. It was very real for my family. Uh, it was very hard uh, on me to, I wasn't, I'm still not great at taking uh, hits. And I felt like, uh, you know, the first time around when the tagline was the perfect bin, mm -hmm. it set me up for failure. Um, it set me up to, to not meet those expectations of perfection, which is uh, nobody's job and nobody would. And so I was looking at it more from a perspective of what, what am I hoping to get out of this? And at that point, you know, Generous, my coffee company was off the ground uh, and I really cared about it. Uh, I was kind of back into a normal rhythm of life uh, here in Denver. And, and I just didn't know what the benefits would be. I, I thought that the only way, uh, and, and quite frankly, I had a fairly easy time on the show. My you know, I didn't have a lot of criticism as, as some would get. I didn't have a lot of like anguish. Uh, I came out of it with a relationship that still means a lot to me um, for the season of life that it was. And and so I I think when I if I could look back on what my reasoning was in my head in like a couple of minutes of thinking, it was there's really no way, way but down uh, for me, you know? Yeah, yeah, there was no way but down. And so I, I didn't. I didn't want to put myself in that situation again or my family. And then you kind of at that point, too, once you do it, I feel like twice, you're really like pigeonholing yourself to being a reality television star. And that's not what I've ever wanted. And it's not what I'm great at. And it's not something that's easy for me. And I enjoy and have a really good time um, with some of the other things I was doing. Mm -hmm. uh, there obviously is a lot of benefits to being The Bachelor twice. I'm sure I just wasn't willing to uh, pursue those. When you say you were asked, though, and you were at a talk show, how did they ask you? And like, oh, it was not on the show. It was like, well, yeah. it was like walking up to the show uh, with the producers from the show. And they like asked then it wasn't like live on on radio. OK, so this wasn't a meeting giving you a contract going over details. No. It was like, a, would you consider coming back? And you said no. Yeah. 
Got it. So did you watch Ari season? Yeah. I, I mean, I've watched every season since my. But you were single when you were watching Ari season. Were you like, man, that could have been the girls I dated? Definitely. There's moments. Ah! Yeah, hundred so percent. You're sitting at home and you're being like, man, I could have. I, I wonder, you know, like you're, you're just like, I wonder how this would have gone. I wonder if this could have gone well for me. I wonder if the ifs of this were were a lot. But I, I also, you know, even then, I felt like pretty confident that I made the right decision. I still feel like I did. Well, we know that now because you're married and Ari found his wife too. So yeah. had that not happened that way, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it all worked out. Uh, but at the time when you're still single and you're living in a 700 square foot house in downtown Denver and you're like, can't figure out what's up and down in life. You're like, no, this would have been so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I look back and I'm like, no, I'm so glad. Uh, that Ari had his opportunity and then I had mine. I mean, I think you're right in that you did make the right decision not doing it a second time. But I do think like if to revive the show, they need to bring back like an old, Mm -hmm. an old timer for for a round two in my opinion. Oh, but you're not an old timer. people want to (laughs) see. I am. That's not what I meant, but I know. You know what I mean? mean, Yeah. You know, I think it made sense too because of like my age when I was The Bachelor. I was 25 years old. And so, you know, I'm 33 today, seven years removed from being the bachelor and uh most of the people now are getting closer to like where my age is at now uh so i think it made sense and it i mean i did take it as a a compliment i guess that they would entrust me again to do it but it is it's just opening yourself up for uh for your world to change overnight mm-hmm. and like maybe not a bet the greatest way and sometimes you can't like predict uh how it's gonna go south for you um and so and i'm just it wasn't you know it's i made it through it and i felt like it was a good chapter and now i can tell my grandkids one day that hey i was at one point the bachelor on this show that no longer exists and that you know what that meant (laughs) don't say no longer exists it's it's going for the long haul it'll be on until we die okay yeah forever so it's a good story to tell um and I did what I I, I you know I did it and I'm, I'm ha- proud of myself for doing it but two yeah. times would have probably been too much mm-hmm. well you also mm-hmm. risked the overexposure thing that Jared and Ashley yep. went through and people may be like as much as they love you we wanted someone new and then it could be you could channel that as like oh does everyone hate me when in reality no no one hates you it's just they wanted to see different faces and that's what I feel yeah. like they're going through now that's a great point I mean that definitely played into my decision too is mm-hmm. are people you know are people going to be sick of me and I don't know if I want to walk through a world where people are yeah. like I don't want to get on my Instagram and Twitter and see people just being like sick of me personally <laughs> for the rest of my life like that doesn't sound fun mm-hmm. uh, I don't right. have to deal with that right now uh, and I don't know if I want to set myself up for that but then you know at the same time you start going yeah but um the what ifs and like Maybe you could have. And at that point, I was really, I kind of remember, I think it was Ashley I was telling. I was like, you know, the 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 thing I think I would want to do is be a part of the show, not from a cast standpoint. I've done that. I've been there. I would like to be involved. I, you know, I wanted I wanted to have more involvement uh, in some of these sideshows. I, I, you know, I wanted, to, I, I still want to host uh, or be a part of the senior uh, dating show that I haven't heard about in a while, but it's supposed to be still out there. Like, I think I'd be good at it. And I, and I don't say that about myself very often, but I think I'd be good at it. And I, 
but I, I don't get the phone call. Oh, I'm manifesting that for you. That what, you yeah. Will go on the senior bachelor to host a date or something when they when they officially named jesse but when it was like the caitlin tasha and then it was up in the air of who it was going to be were you hoping that you could be considered i i don't think i ever really thought that uh i never really thought that the the show would give me that seat uh so quickly i thought maybe uh if they did the like uh tasha and caitlin thing with the bachelor i thought maybe i had a chance Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure, I mean, I, I think I did, but they, they didn't, they never did like that. two former bachelors mm-hmm. kind of being the host. Yeah. yeah that'd be interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think that would have been interesting and, and could have worked. And I, I, I would have, I mean, selfishly and, and I'm biased, but I think it could have been a cool couple seasons to mix it up a bit mm-hmm. Yeah, um, to see if it, it, if it was fun to see watch, but, uh, but I never really believed that the show would give me like that title and it was never ever like people always like to assume back in the day uh, i remember one of the biggest criticisms i would get would be you know that i'm just waiting for chris to retire uh that i'm the next guy and that the show's setting me up you know they're protecting me to set me up to be the next host and i was always like well that's interesting because i've never ever received that from the show and that's never been a conversation it never had it hasn't to this day um so that was kind of unfair too i guess mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I would have I would have loved the opportunity at least to be more involved because I do think and, and I don't know if I'm the perfect person for this, but I do think bringing back some of the more like older, like say school, like bachelor seasons and bringing like that vibe back to it. The classics. Yeah, the classic would, would be helpful. And I think, you you know, you still have a demographic that's still watching that was that were watching it seven years ago. And I think they would enjoy seeing some of that come back. Totally. So if it's yeah. not me, I think it would be a good idea. Uh, you know, Sean Lowe kind of feels like that guy right now, at least for this period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll do see. Do you know if works. he was asked? What, do you think he was asked? I he, don't know. I mean, he hosted asked. my season, or he hosted the season before me of uh, that after Paradise show. Oh yeah. Time. Oh and yeah. So he's, he's kind of had his like opportunity. Um, so he might have been because they have kind of tried to prep him for that in the past. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, I know uh, we only have a minute or two left, so um, we just want to thank you for being on our anniversary episode, the original thoughts. The original thoughts. What we need an you honor. to just say. Can you just say right now that you're a fox? I'm a fox. Okay, um, good. And I hope it means what you told me it means. Oh, imagine it did it. <laughs> it's like fucking. Oh, we edited it. Yeah. Um, no, um, congratulations to the YouTube. Uh, it's a big you. deal and celebrate that. That, that takes some commitment, takes some effort, um, a lot of effort. And so it's a, it's something to celebrate today. I will say our, our pod did take a turn with you. So in a good way. In oh, no, good yeah, way. no, like, it, <laughs> I didn't know what that meant for you. <laughs> no, no, ratings went down. No, it's, we saw an uptick and we then, mm-hmm. um, were, you know, we saw growth. Well, cause you are our first lead. I feel like you really like yeah legitimized us as like a big player in like the non bachelor nation bachelor podcasts if that makes sense not alumni yeah we had not alumni so we ended up getting when you left the last time you're like i hope i'm not the last lead we and we got crystals after that so that was exciting (laughs) what a guy what a guy what a guy guy. Um, well that thank you for sharing that. that that does mean a lot and no i hope a lot more success and i do hope the show's around till i'm a grandfather <laughs> um, 
because that would that would just be cool and weird um at the same time yeah yeah and we'll listen to almost famous for that shout out but guys you can get we're gonna give away generous coffee what are we giving away ben tell them uh, we're gonna give two bags of the Higgins uh, coffee. We're gonna do this once our new bags come out, which will be highlighting four organizations uh, around the world that are fighting uh, for people who either have access to uh, lack of access to healthcare, education, sustainable homes. Um, we also are supporting an organization. It's a, found, it's a foundation that's uh, the Google for nonprofits. Uh, and then finally, one that's giving clean water to the Central African African Republic. And so these ba- each one will have their own bag. And so we'll send two ba- uh, two bags to somebody uh, of the Higgins blend. Awesome. awesome. That's so great that you're doing that. Thank you so much. And thank you for participating in our giveaways. This is so okay. exciting. And yes, we'll tell you guys how you can enter all these giveaways. We need to still figure all that out. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I have no clue. So yeah. we'll, um, we'll handle it. We'll, get, it. we'll send you the address once we choose a winner. But all right. Thank you, Ben. The original Fotspa. Um, you are not the artist formerly known as Fotspa. You are the current Fotspa, right, Jackie? I, don't, I, don't I think so, that yeah. Badly. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bye, Ben. We'll see you next year on the two-year anniversary. Hey. Oh, what I'll a tradition. We should keep that going. Yeah. All right. Um, see y'all. Okay. Bye. Bye. And that's our show. If you want to enter the giveaway mentioned by Fatsba in the interview, you have to follow both me and Stephanie on Instagram. So that's me at Jackie Maroney underscore and Stephanie at She's All Batch. And then take a screenshot of the screen when you're listening to the podcast. So like the player of it and then tag She's All Batch and post it on your stories. And that's how you'll officially be entered to win the coffee. It's really good. We tried it at Audrey's. It actually is really good coffee, guys. So um, yeah, no, you you want to enter this giveaway. So we are excited to gift that to one of our thoughts. Yes. And then just a reminder for the other giveaways that we mentioned throughout the course of the show. If you want to enter to win a Dame Products vibrator, you can join our Facebook group and then engage with the post in the Facebook group talking about entering the giveaway. It'll be pretty obvious once you get into the Facebook group. And then we will be picking the winner of the Spade and Sparrows voucher for four bottles of wine giveaway from one of our Patreon subscribers. So check that out if you want to win some wine. We're also going to be giving away a voucher for $50 to Sinead Clary Jewelry. That's a Fott's own business, and that one's just going to a Fott. So just by listening to the podcast and being a supporter of the show, you are entered, and that one's just going to go to a random lucky listener. Just a reminder, we have Patreon coming November 1st. Put it on your calendar. Mark your calendar. Like and subscribe subscribe swipe up sound off in the comments below make sure you guys but actually though like and subscribe and write a nice review if you want to support the show and i think that's it happy one year guys it's been a hell of a year and i am so excited for the year to come me too happy thoughts day love you guys and cheers to another year talking shit about our favorite show bye bitches i have to say it i've said it every single time bye bitches you can't not (laughs) 